0: Welcome, welcome to the first Crypto Conquest podcast, excuse me, where we'll be talking about all things crypto. The goal of this thing is to make sure that we're educating and providing insight to the communities that support crypto projects that support cryptocurrencies, uh, making sure that there's a way for us to have communication around what the goal of cryptocurrency is so we'll continue to advance this as we move along but we wanted to get started here um and we thought the london fork was a good place to get started my co-host isn't joining us today uh but he'll be on uh, as we get through these next few crypto podcasts and and we'll continue to bring on additional people we've got some great shows lined up that we're putting together but this is our first one And so our first one here today, we're going to be talking about the London hard fork. And I think everybody's pretty excited for the London hard fork, but I don't think a lot of people know what the London hard fork means. And, you know, to me, the London hard fork, this is an iffy, this is an iffy subject, I think a lot of people have been concerned with what exactly happens when you essentially disincentivize miners to work for the next proof. And the reason why you're disincentivizing miners now is because you've changed the way the the gas mechanism works, and you're essentially burning that gas. I think that the side note to that is that when gas gets burned now, you have the ability for whatever ether you're holding to go up in value. So is there really a trade off for miners? I think the the biggest thing that the miners see is that they don't have the ability to ramp and scale the same way to continue to get gas just as a standard part of every transaction. They're having to rely on now the tip and the other part of the transaction, which is the burning of the base gas fee. And now in the burning of the base gas fee, um, hopefully the theory behind it is, is that the price of Ethereum continues to go up as the supply dwindles down, Um, which I guess in theory makes sense to me. It makes sense that this would happen like this. Uh, But the thing about crypto is it doesn't work in traditional economics because it's not based in traditional economics if you know how a single ethereum can be broken down into GUI, uh, that's a very 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 tiny tiny number and so traditional economics don't really make sense in that regard um, but it is what it is the ethereum hard fork launched it seems to be going fairly well. There was a lot of complaint yesterday. I'm I, I'm part of several ecosystems and there was a lot of complaints yesterday about the price of gas. And I think it was just a part of a lot of people transacting in the underlying ETH currency as opposed to any specific project. A lot of projects were concerned that their project was being affected specifically, but that, that didn't turn out to be the case. It was really just... The underlying, the underlying, uh, transactional pool volume for Ethereum itself—people just buying and selling a lot of, of, of Ethereum—and if you saw yesterday, there was a there was a drop off in price, and then a very very quick recovery because there just is so much volume on the network right now for Ethereum itself. Not a lot for tokens. If you looked, a lot of token volume went down. During that time period, just because Ethereum gas prices were so high. So, what what's the overall effect of this? I think is what most people are asking, and and what most people are worried about. And I think the overall effect is really, it's really unknown. Anybody who says that they know uh, is probably, um, you know, trying to trying to paint pictures that we don't really know about. I'm going to talk about some other stuff here shortly that I think is very interesting that wasn't that hasn't been forefront in the whole EIP 1559 conversation, the whole London fork, but the London fork wasn't just EIP 1559. There were several other, uh, there were five in total, but several other, uh, EIPs that went out with, um, 1559. One of them is 3554, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but, um, You know the the london fork definitely has its intention in improving the network but the the reality is is in my mind and i think a lot of people's mind there isn't a big a massive improvement until we get to proof of stake with ethereum 2 and that's really when we get the the massive improvement in functionality usability onboarding of new people Um, i think gas is one of the most misunderstood concepts in the Ethereum network. And I think it turns off a lot of people, quite frankly, I think a lot of people, uh, they don't really understand it. And they're hesitant to, uh, they're hesitant to buy into something they don't understand. And so, you know, we really want to, we really want to make sure that as we're going through this, not only do we understand what's coming out, but uh, that we can explain it to other people, and that other people can understand it. And right now, I think gas is one of those things that people don't understand about the Ethereum network. They don't understand why it changes, why it's different for different tokens, um, why it's fluctuating so much all the time, why a new NFT of a series of cats, you know, kills the network. But um, Eth2. Solves that problem significantly, um, but right now, you know, we've got to live with the current network and Ethereum in its current form. Um, so that brings up the next point I wanted to talk about, which was a another proposal, another EIP that was included in the London hard fork that has not been discussed really at all. Um and that's EIP 3554. This is an interesting one, folks. This is a, this is a, um, this is a very interesting one because EIP 3554 is if, if what we were saying before about disincentivizing miners uh, by taking away their gas fee and burning it, which by the way, um, a tremendous amount of gas has been burned. At at this point, I'm seeing numbers and and I've been following blockchain transactions. It's almost $400,000 per hour is getting burned $400,000 per hour is getting burned in Ethereum. That's just a, you know, for those for those of you guys who who love math, um, you know, that's a tremendous amount of money. That's, that's just an astronomical amount of money. Um, you know, roughly $400,000 an hour. Uh, it's almost $10 million a day, uh, $10 million a day. Um, it's just a tremendous amount of money to be burning. Um, per that's, that's almost, uh, it's almost $60,000 an hour. Sorry, uh, $6,000 per minute, $7,000 per minute. That's, that's a lot of burning that's going on. So that from that perspective, that seems to be a good overall net net takeaway um, from what's going on with uh, the London hard fork. And I think that I think that it's, it's, uh, it's promising to see that at least for the short time, that there's a there's the ability for um, the miners, because this is all about this is all about miners, you know, the miners are the ones that keep the the network flowing without miners, we don't really have uh, a network because the miners are the ones that keep that keep legitimacy and keep consistency to the network, you know, miners, if miners go away, you you start to have a situation where with miners not being there you have the concern of the 51 percent attack where uh, the less miners there are the more likely it is that a large mining pool can take over uh, the network and start to do transactions that um, they wouldn't get consensus on if they didn't have full control over the network so it's important that miners are incentivized to continue to to do proof of work on the network. But the challenge, and and that's what I was about to get to with, uh, with EIP 3554 is that the challenge, a new challenge is going to be created here for miners to be on the network. And I think that's a big flagrant foul. I think that what what is coming up with 3554? Uh Yeah, Uh uh oh, guys. 3554, the one, the the piece that was implemented here, um, we'll we'll have to we'll have to see once it gets closer to the time where the uh, difficulty level gets ramped up. But essentially, what EIP 3554 did or is going to do is it's going to increase the difficulty. It's artificially increasing the difficulty to make the minor rewards even less so there seems to be a path here to expediting the path, the the uh mindset uh or expediting rather a change in mindset for miners and i think that it seems like a good idea um with them rolling it out you know, in timed sprints, uh, but that is going to disincentivize miners uh, here coming up in December, four or five months when EIP thirty-five fifty-four actually uh, gets engaged. It's already out there. It's already been committed. It's already been rolled out with the London fork, but it, the difficulty level isn't going to get to that point until uh, roughly December. Uh, I think it was the the most recent um was the 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 most recent day yeah so so six months um it was it was the difficulty was set to increase um middle of next year for just ethereum in general for mining for uh getting rewards uh, minting ethereum but it's now been moved up by six months which um essentially again is an artificial increase in the amount of or in, in the difficulty of the proof of work. And so, you know, this is something that's going to disincentivize miners uh, much faster than what they were anticipating. And, and this also, um, you know, typically what you see is that as mining gets more difficult, these companies that make mining rigs have the time to rework their engineering, to create a new chip that can that can be, be ready for the increase in difficulty. And so now that they're moving it up by six months, I think this throws off at least for, at least for six months to a year, I think this throws off the ecosystem for mining, um, both from the miners' perspectives on being able to mint as much Ethereum with each transaction, as well as from the perspective of the, manufacturers of these mining rigs who had anticipated to be ready with their product by middle of next year are now going to have to move that up by six months. And in, in hardware engineering, six to seven months, that's already, that's already a a fairly short window. Um, when you take time out of that window and you think you had 10 months or 12 months to get a new product out the door, now you've cut it in half. Um, that's that's a that's a pretty significant shortening of time there. So we'll see what it means for the for the network. We'll see what it means for we'll see what it means for the uh, community as a whole, the ethereum community as a whole. But for right now, it seems as if the London hard fork, no major bugs, w- which we weren't anticipating any major bugs. I think what what uh, I mean by bug is, was there anything in there that was going to be unexpected An unexpected result. Um, I I don't know that people anticipated the gas fees every, there was such big talk of gas fees potentially being stabilized that I think that there, there may have been a misunderstanding or, or just people not really comprehending what the potential outcome was on day one, day two, but we've seen the gas prices fall. So it's not, that big of a deal anymore but out the gate people were really concerned about those gas prices so in effect the london hard fork seems like it was successful it seems like it was something that um, intended its intended purpose was fulfilled it got to do what the people said it was going to do and it's stable, it's to the point of stability. Now, it's burning off $400,000 worth of Ethereum every hour $6 million uh, per day. Um, um, you know, that's, that's a pretty tremendous $8 million per day, whatever that number is $8 million per day, it's burning off a tremendous amount, oh, sorry, 10 million, close to $10 million per day. So it's pretty significant amount of burn happening there. So I think from those perspectives, it did exactly what what it was intended to do. Um, Now we're just waiting to see how that affects price, how that affects network availability by network availability. I mean, gas prices, I mean, um, I mean, you know, gas, uh, uh, the stability of gas, how much gas is. Um, So the two real big factors there, the stability of the gas, how much it fluctuates, and then of course, how much gas is. Uh, the goal of 1559 was to get gas to be more predictable. I don't see how that really occurs with 1559, but I do see how the other side of the spectrum, which another, another uh, intention of 1559 with the burn of the gas, the, the, um, the uh, base gas fee, That I do see how that has an effect and that effect uh, is most likely going to be the increase in price of the Ethereum uh, coin. I do see how that happens for sure. But again, we'll see how this all plays out. I'm more so interested in 3554, um, proposal 3554, which again, speeds up the timeline for the Ethereum essentially, the, the happening, the, this is a this is in theory and halving. it's not the same as the Bitcoin happening. But in theory, in uh, just as a conceptually, the difficulty of mining increases, um, and they're speeding that up. So that was something that was I don't want to say it was snuck in here because it was it was but I, I do believe it was overshadowed by 1559, and everybody thought that the London Fork was 1559, but the London Fork had had five proposals in them. And and this one, I think, is the most interesting, aside from 1559, 3554 is the next most interesting, just because it uh, puts miners in a position to, um, to really not have much of an incentive to mine, they're really removing the incentive to mine, which again is okay, provided Ethereum two comes along, because when Ethereum two comes along, that's going to be what happens, there is going to be no more mining, it's going to be staking, you're going to stake. And then depending on how much you stake, that'll be your reward will come off your stake. But um, mining is going to go away as we know it. And so the approach to wean miners off of gas fees and mining rewards I think is good but you know it's it's tied to it it kind of it's interesting actually now that I'm thinking about it because it kind of makes me think that the ethereum developers feel like they're closer to ethereum 2 than they've been letting us on to to believe and and think about that for a second so if you know As the developers of Ethereum, that ETH2 is coming faster than you have to tell the people about, or that you've been broadcasting it to come, then it would make sense that you wanted to roll out these decreases in mining rewards to again get the miners, because these miners are the ones who are they're they're getting a lot of ETH, especially these big pools. And so it would make sense how you'd want them to again, be weaned off of mining and get into staking and start to um, increase the pool volume, the staking pool volume on the ETH2 side. Cause I think that Ethereum two staking pools um, just went over some crazy number. I don't have the exact number in front of me, but um, they went over some crazy number. They're significantly ahead of the place where they thought they were gonna be at this point with regard to how much Ethereum is staked in the, 2.0 2.0 mining pool, uh, staking pools. So that's interesting to me. That's actually very interesting to me. I just now thought about that, that possibly they've included both 1559 and 3554 because they know that ETH2 is coming along better than expected and they need to get miners off of ETH1 to start staking into ETH2. So that they can turn on the ETH2 network because there there does need to be uh, what 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 I think everybody's trying to trying be another split in the Ethereum network. So same thing that happened with ETH Classic to ETH. We want to avoid the, just the ecosystem as a whole, not anybody specifically, but we want to avoid another fork where Ethereum, you have Ethereum Classic, you have now ETH. And then you have eth2 we kind of want to we kind of want to just transition to eth2 um and interesting concept or interesting way that the ethereum team is going about doing that which is again decreasing the miner output the miner what the miners are going to be receiving again, starting yesterday with the release of 1559 in the London fork, and then the 3554 protocol, which was released already in the London fork, but is not set to uh, increase the difficulty of the next block. It was set to happen again in middle of next year, but they're, they're pulling that in. So very interesting. I think this is an interesting move by the Ethereum team. I think that. It'll definitely do one of two things. <laughs> It'll either uh, piss the miners off enough that they wanna be part of the old ecosystem and everybody jumps off the London fork and we have another we have another complete fork of code once ETH2 comes out, um, which is most likely what'll happen. There'll, there'll be a, if there is a revolt by miners because they don't feel like they're uh, getting the value out of staking, or there isn't as much value out of staking, then they'll uh, transfer back to the mining pool version, um, and who knows? We may have we may have two, three Ethereum networks technically after um, after thirty five fifty four increases the block difficulty in December. So that's the next big move that I'm waiting for. Um, the next big timeline um, stake in the ground, if you will, is going to be the difficulty increase that happens around December, um, because that's going to be the time in which we we know if miners are willing to stay on the network when they're not going to be making anywhere near as much value out of their mining rigs uh, as they are. And I've already heard people jumping off of Ethereum mining to jump on uh, other networks like helium which which is already more difficult to mine than i think the the uh, rewards aren't as much probably probably has a factor of not as many transactions on the network as well but um and i also heard from people yesterday that said that their uh their rewards were up significantly yesterday but i think that's more of a that's more of a factor of just so much more transactional volume yesterday that anybody that was mining um, probably saw an uptick just because of volume and not really anything that was directly related to the 1559 or the London, the London hard fork. So we'll see where this goes. We'll see where it happens. Uh, We'll be back on tomorrow with another podcast. We're going to make these daily podcasts. We're going to be bringing you guys crypto news, Um, Education, news, uh, we'll be breaking things down like nobody else is able to break this stuff down, being people who understand the technology at a core level, understand the economics of it all, understand the technology of it all, understand how tokens work, understand how Ethereum works, understand how these other networks work. Um, we'll definitely be getting into a lot more than any of these other crypto podcasts can get into. So we look forward to bringing you guys a lot more news and information. Uh, Please join us on our next one tomorrow. We're going to be doing these. We'll set a time that we're going to be doing these. But of course, because they're podcasts, you can really tune back into them anytime. But we really thank you guys for joining us on our first podcast. And we look forward to many more. Thanks so much.